I'm an alcoholic. My name's Tom. Uh, my, I have a couple questions. One of them is, do you actually give up your life and will 100% of the time? And the other is, or even 100% of your life and will? On page 60 of our basic text, Alcoholics Anonymous, it says that, you know, no one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. And the principle is we try and turn our will and our life over to third time. And then it talks a little further down. It says, our personal adventures before and after make clear three pertinent ideas. A, that we're alcoholic. We could not manage our own lives. B, that no human power could relieve us of our alcoholism. And see that God could and would if you were sought. When I got here, that sought was a great place for me to be. They used to say, God could and would if you find him right now. Don't, don't, you don't have to look for him. There he is. And, uh, but, and so I've been sober for a little over 25 years by looking for God. And sometimes I find him and sometimes I don't. Um, the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, also says some very interesting things for me. It says that, you know, my problems are that I'm self-centered and selfish, and i got several forms of self-centered fear, about a hundred of them. And it says, and I have this delusion, that somehow, if I only manage right, I'll be able to wrest satisfaction from this world. And uh, I keep thinking that maybe if they just recognize who and what I am at, at work, they promote me. But they do recognize who I am and what I, what I am at work, and they don't promote me. So maybe, <laughs> anyway, um... It says here something about, we find that sometime in the past we've made decisions based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. But it says that we need to be rid of the selfishness, and then it says we had to have God's help. And so i got to look for God, and I need God's help. And it says this is the how and why, but it says first we had to quit playing God. You know, the first time I got thrown out of high school, I uh, was taken to the headmaster's office, and my dad was connected, so... He knew some people, so they said, well, why didn't you tell us what was going on? And my thought was, you don't tell anybody nothing. I'm not giving nothing up. Why should I tell you what I'm going through? You know, they threw me out of here. That's enough. I'm gone, you know. And uh, because I, was, I thought that somehow I needed to run my life. And it says I had to quit playing God because it didn't work. When I got to Alcoholics Anonymous, somebody said that I still wanted to whip the world. I just couldn't stand up. And it says, we decided that hereafter in this drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal, we are his agents, he is the father, we are his children. I did quite a bit of theater. In fact, I headed to Los Angeles after I'd said that I was going to quit drinking for a year, and if I couldn't do that, God help me be an actor. Because I, I got a master's degree in theater, I figured I ought to go be a superstar. Instead, I wound up sober, and I did a better deal. Uh, and it says that these ideas are simple, but it's the keystone to a new and triumphant archery we pass to freedom. And then it gives us some promises that they don't talk about much in the program, because they're always talking way out of step nine. These are promises after step two. And they say when we sincerely take such a position that God's going to be the boss. It doesn't say that. It says we had a new employer being all-powerful. He provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves and our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life as we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully. As we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter, 
we were reborn. And then it says we were now at step three. In the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, they they, those people learned that what you do is you tell them what you're going to tell them, and you tell them, and then you tell them what you told them. And that's, it's been very important for me to know that. Um, the third step prayer has been mentioned here, and some, when the person said it, they said amen. Now, there is no, in the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, there is no amen after the third step. And one of the things it talks about is we start to lose our fear with the third step, it's making that decision. If you go to step four, which is the actions, you know, you can make a decision. They've talked about being on the log, but the action is you take step four, you work the steps, you do these other things. In step four, it talks about fear. And it says, we looked at our fears thoroughly, we asked why we had them. And then it says, wasn't it because self-reliance failed us? And, you know, I kept trying to depend on myself from being a sophomore in high school to being a sophomore in high school again, you know, discovering whiskey so I didn't care whether I was a sophomore in high school, to the day I got to Alcoholics Anonymous. Still wanted to whip the world. But self-reliance had failed me, and it's, I've got all this self-centered fear. And then it says here that there's a better way. And it says the way we do this is we the basis of trusting and relying on God. We trust an infinite God rather than our finite self. We are in the world to play the role he assigns. Just to the extent that we think he would, what we do, what he think he would have us be, and humbly rely on us as he enables us to match calamity with serenity. And it talks about we don't apologize for depending on our creator. And then down here, we say we trust our God, we apologize, never apologize for God. And then we say we let him demonstrate through us what he can do. We ask him to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. And it says that once we commence to outgrow fear. So I can tell if I've turned my will and my life over to the care of God today if I'm not full of fear. But if I'm afraid, you know, that you're going to get my parking spot or this is going to happen and that's going to happen, maybe I haven't turned it over 100%. But I can, this is a, a lifetime process for me, and that is, I make a decision every day to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. And then I go about my life trying to do that. Uh, Thomas Merton, who was a Trappist monk and a very spiritual fellow, said, I'm going to paraphrase the prayer he had, but he basically said, God, I don't know if what I do pleases you, but the fact that I do intend to please you, I have to believe does in fact please you. And for me, the fact that I intend to turn my will and my life over to the care of God, I, I choose to believe acts so that God says, okay, and he takes my will and my life. Thank you.